it's the start to a new week, and where else would you rather be? Listening to the Burgers and Brats podcast. Got a great episode for you guys breaking down the NFL draft. I'm be breaking down your favorite team, some OU football players where they went, my favorite team, and just some surprises, biggest takeaways from the NFL draft. Also, the NBA playoffs are in full effect. We are on to round two. Only one game seven, but uh, very interesting. It's been a very good playoff run for uh, these teams, and uh, it's going to get even better. We're sifting out the competition, and it's going to be a great semifinal round. I'm going to be breaking all that down and more. Before we get started, make sure you follow the podcast on any platform any streaming service at burgers and brats and stay up to date with the latest news on twitter instagram and youtube at burgers and brats man that intro music does not get old i'm in love with it usually you go switch it switch it every a couple tens of podcasts but i've been keeping that one for a while i, I like it a lot uh hope, let me know what you guys think of the music uh I, I i like that one i like the intro i like the exit so I might just keep it but a lot of music heard this weekend in Kansas City. Players hearing their names called NFL Draft is over. Uh, lot, lots of surprises, uh, lots of trade. I mean, the most ever trades for the playoffs or the NFL Draft happened this weekend. 40-plus trades. Uh, not, not, a, not a deep draft, honestly. Uh, not a lot of big names that you really knew that could reach in the – first round a lot of a lot of unknowns i mean you knew the main guys going but overall pretty pretty on par with what we thought bryce young going number one uh texans try to throw some smoke uh but they take cj stroud number two and then trade up and get will anderson from alabama with the number three pick uh obviously the biggest surprise for me i i think i i I was disappointed. I think Will Levis is a good talent. I think he's a good quarterback. Read his stats last week on the last podcast. He he will be a good quarterback. Yeah, he can be a Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield led the Browns to their first playoff win in 20 years and their first road playoff win in 30 years. And I I mean, this this quarterback, Will Levis, can be really good if he's put in the right situation. He gets drafted second pick, second round to the Titans. I I would have drafted his girlfriend <laughs> before Will Levis probably, but uh, it, I can see it is a good fit on the Titans. They've got a decent team, a good head coach. See if they keep Derrick Henry, but it really doesn't make sense for the Titans because you have Ryan Tannehill. You just signed to a massive contract. Yeah, he got injured at the end of the year. You had Malik Willis playing, got injured in the, the year. Then you had to go to Josh Dobbs, so... I mean, you had to go through a lot of quarterbacks towards the end of the year, but you still have a young Malik Willis who's only his second, third year in the NFL trying to prove a lot. Uh, so you're going to bring in a rookie who will sit for this year, but uh, we'll probably get a chance that next year. They'll probably move Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis for a you know, some money, maybe a few later round draft picks. But Will Levis has a chance, I think, to impress and can move up the depth chart for this Tennessee Titans team. So a little surprising he went there, but I think it could be a good fit for him. Uh, some some other kind of, what were you thinking moments? I mean, Anthony Richardson at number four to Indianapolis. Jim Irsay already coming on saying 
Anthony Richardson's going to be the starter day one. Now, he gets drafted to a really good team, really good defense, really good. You got some decent receivers. You got a really good running back if he can get stay healthy this year. But, I mean, a, a great fit for Anthony. If you're Anthony Richardson, you cannot screw this up. I don't, I don't, I was not high on Anthony Richardson. I mean, it took him five, six games to throw his first college touchdown this first college passing touchdown this year. I think it was a reach at number four for sure. Uh, but they believe they got their guy. We'll see. It, he goes into a great fit. We'll see how mobile and accurate he is uh, hitting the big leads, big leagues. Uh, also, the Falcons, I, I just think they reach for B. John right there. Top 10 pick. I mean, you already had a 1,000 yard rusher. You have a 1,000-yard rusher this last year, and you still got him on the team. You got uh, Ritter that's going to come in his second year. Should improve a lot. I think they should have chose a different option to help your to help your team. I get Calvin Ridley back, or actually got traded. So don't really have a wide receiver core. You have a tight end and Pitts who got four touchdowns all season, probably less than 20 receptions. So I, I think there could have been – a draft pick that could have helped them in a much better way than another. Now, Bijan is a great player, but you already have a 1,000-yard rusher in your backfield starting. Uh, Texans, I really like what they did uh, getting CJ and Will Anderson moving up. I mean, those are two really talented people. You don't know who's coming out next year. You got Caleb Williams, but defensively, don't know. Uh, who knows? They go, go build your team up now. Uh, hopefully they give their coach another an extra year to get a win, to get a winning season, because the last few years, Texans have just fired their coach for no reason, uh, even though they've had nobody to help. So hopefully CJ can extend some coaching careers uh, in his rookie season. But it'll be a tough task, especially going to a not-so-great not team, the Texans, so that's why they had the number two pick. So see if we can turn it around there. Uh, so the Eagles turn into the... Georgia Bulldogs, <laughs> the Eagles went and drafted a bunch of Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, they got, they obviously got a steal with Jalen Carter. I talked about it. I he knew Jalen Carter would drop in this draft. It is, he does not seem like a good person. He does not. I mean, falsified his story to the authorities. Uh, I mean, he's a heck of a ball player, but we'll see if he can stay out of his own way in the NFL. I mean, worthy pick, obviously a top three draft pick but I had to fall in this draft so Eagles just bit the bullet and went ahead and took him so I mean the smart smart play to my, as well just take him he's the best available so see if he can stay out of trouble uh, kind of the opposite of that the Eagles defend or the defending runner-ups of the NFL took the Georgia Bulldogs who beat TCU 65 to 7 in the national championship game the Chargers went and took three players from TCU, the team that lost 65-7 to in the national championship game. Uh, they got Max Duggan and their quarterback. So uh, interesting ploy there uh, for the Chargers. See how that, see how that unfolds. Uh, Panthers, uh, like I said, Bryce Young going number one. I, I hope Bryce Young can do good. I don't know because of his height. Uh, I'm just not sure about it. He's, he's got the talent, but, I mean, you got a few small quarterbacks that make it, but otherwise you have to be worldly, because we we see a lot of a lot of young small guys get drafted and they don't pan out. So we'll see. I, I think Carolina, you you gotta I think be a decent year. 
It's going to be some struggles, but Bryce Young will look okay for Carolina. The, don't have many many options with him, but a good pick. Arizona, a pretty good draft, honestly. Uh, Kyler Murray coming back this next year uh, should be healthy. Should, hopefully he can get back to his old ways. Uh, if he's healthy, I mean, this team's going to be very good. Now Jay Hopkins, uh, staying with the team so far, we'll see if he gets traded. He could get traded for quite a few draft picks. So, if not, I mean, Arizona's got about 15 draft picks in the next three drafts. So, uh, they've got about six or seven <laughs> draft picks from round one to three next year. So, they should be good and on the buildup, especially over the next couple of years and with their new head coach. Uh, Lions, I think, kind of reach in this draft. I mean, their first two round draft picks, they, they kind of reached. They would have been later, could have got their picks for even later in the draft. Uh, don't Didn't see anyone really wanting to take them. I did like my Denver Broncos picks. I, I loved uh, talk a little more about Marvin Mims in a second with OU, but... Uh, Sorry, I lost my, lost my train of thought, but uh, Riley Moss, cornerback uh, out of Iowa. Uh, what, what is going on with these Iowa players getting drafted? I didn't, why can't they ever win, but their players get drafted? I don't get it. Uh, Riley Moss faced Marvin Harrison Jr. this year. Four targets, three catches, 28 yards, one touchdown. So, did get to limit the deep ball opportunities. Kind of went to him in a short game. Uh, didn't break many tackles, so... Uh, Riley Moss and Tackley's got good eye for the ball, interceptor. Uh, so pretty decent game against Marvin Harrison. Only targeted four times when this man was getting over 100 yards a game in in most of his games this season. Pretty sure he had a game with 200 yards against Penn State. <clears throat> Juice Sanders, I mean, he had first round, round grades in Arkansas, a linebacker out of Arkansas. I uh, did play one year Alabama in the edge position. Uh, ball hawk can get to the ball. Hopefully, he can shed a few more tackle tacklers this year. But overall, I think it could be a really, really decent draft pick. Uh, Alex Forsyth in five seasons at Oregon. Yeah, five offense linemen from Oregon. Five seasons only allowed three sacks, three hits, and eight quarterback hurries in his five seasons, and zero of those were in his last two seasons. So this man can ball, and they got him in the seventh round. So, I mean, Denver, I think, a pretty decent draft. I think it would be good for our future. Uh, it, it should. I, I really I really was impressed uh, with Sean Payton and our, our front office, office in uh, picking these guys. So, uh, Ravens, son of Lamar Jackson. Great, great signing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Pay the man. Yep, that's, that's all I've been saying. Uh, deserved money. Uh, Ravens, pretty decent draft also. So, yeah, he, he deserved that money. Uh, Baltimore fans, I'd be ecstatic that you're getting uh, Lamar Jackson back. All right, and then moving on to OU players in the NFL draft. I mean, like I said, Marvin Mims uh, getting picked in the second round, last pick in the second round. Uh, Denver even moving up to get him. Just a baller at OU. Uh, he was getting lots of love this year. Uh, I mean, in the draft, a lot of CBS, ESPN saying, yeah, this dude is great. He had a lot of drop balls this past year, cost us a few games, but overall, Marvin Mims, really, really talented. Small guy playing the slot. See what Denver does with their wide receivers because they got a really good uh, young receiver group. 
uh, could return punts this year. Uh, he does have the most 20-yard touchdown catches in college football over the last few years. So this man, just throw the ball up and let him get it. Russ, scramble, throw the ball up, let Mims run underneath. Uh, great pickup for Denver. I was so happy when uh, this pick happened. I was ecstatic. Uh, OU's round one draft pick, Antoine Harrison, going to Jacksonville. I mean, he's monster, tack- monster tackle. He'll start uh, for Jacksonville. Great pickup. I mean, he could have gone even higher. A uh, bunch of teams, I think, missed out taking him early. But go project uh, T-Law, Trevor Lawrence, down in Jacksonville. Great pickup. Antoine Harrison going to be a monster in the league. Going to be like Elaine Johnson and Trent Williams. Uh, will be there for a while. Warnie Morris, uh, third to Kansas City. Well, Kansas City just taking these OU offense linemen. Andy Reid was on uh, the show talking about, uh, yeah, the OU linemen do something special. Uh, they're consistent. Uh, they're great build. I mean, Creed Humphrey, worldly this year. Uh, they had Zeus, Orlando Brown. Uh, they, they keep bringing in these OU offensive linemen, and it's working for them. That's why they keep winning Super Bowls. Eric Gray, I think, was a steal for the New York Giants, especially getting to play behind Saquon. And who knows, Saquon does is injury-prone, so we'll see if Saquon even plays uh, a full season. If Eric Gray can get that RB2 slot, he can make big noise uh, for these Giants. If not, give him another year. Uh, to be behind him, but I, I think he'll do good things in, uh, in in the in the Meadowlands, and then Braden Willis, seventh round pick to San Francisco, one of the teams that uses the fullback. See if he goes fullback or tight end. But Braden Willis, a great pickup, great addition to this loaded San Francisco team. San Francisco, I mean, this team knows how to win. Uh, Shanahan's gonna have him in a good position, fill that void of whatever position, and get Braden Willis to his best ability. So overall, uh, proud of these OU boys getting picked up, and I mean a few other got signed after the draft, so uh, see, they should be making some big noise uh, in the NFL. I mean, that's that OU DNA. They're going to they're be playing in the NFL for a while. All right, that's my NFL draft review. NFL draft just happened. It's done. Uh, so no more NFL, no more football for... I mean, you got the XFL, but no more NFL until the fall. So it's going to be a long few months. All right, let's move into On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Hefner Eye Care, go get your sunglasses, gl- sun- ah, sunglasses, glasses, contacts. Great staff, great reputation, great facility. Uh, go get your eye exam. It- it's been a year. Go get your eye exam. Located on 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. All right, On This Day, 1931. Ooh, throwing it back. Uh, Empire State Building opens in New York City. Been there. Very cool. Was there like midnight. Crazy. It stays open late. Uh, 1939, the Batman first appears in the Detective Comics number 27. 1939, guys. Batman is old. He's an old man. And then 2011, Osama bin Laden killed. Uh, I think we all know where we were uh, 2011 when we got the news that Osama bin Laden was, uh, was dead. I mean, I didn't even know who that was in 2011. I was, uh, I guess I just turned 12 or so and watching baseball game with my dad. Uh, Phillies versus someone, and then they come on the radio or onto the broadcast and say, we just got word that Osama bin killed, and my dad was like, what? Turn around, what? That's insane. I was like, who is that? So uh, I think we all remember, no matter how old, how old we were, where we were when Osama bin Laden was killed. 
Uh, and then happy birthday, Sugar Ray Robinson, Bing Cosby, and James Brown. James Brown, happy birthday to all y'all. That's On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. All right, now let's talk the NBA playoffs. Starting with the last uh, few series first. Uh, the Lakers. <laughs> Dylan Brooks poked the bear, and it did not turn out well for him. Uh, said, I poke bears. I don't respect anyone until they drop 40 on me. Well, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies in game six by 40 points. Just, <laughs> karma, man. Uh, Grizzly just didn't look good at all this season or this series. Looked good all year. Uh, props to LeBron. Major props to Anthony Davis and the starting lineup. Some of these bench players for getting, going in, and beating this number two seeded Memphis Grizzlies team that looked good all year. They looked good all year, even with John Morant out. I mean, John Morant missed the game this series, and the Grizzlies won it. So. Major props to Anthony Davis for sure because he balled out this series, especially defensively in Game 6. I mean, they won by 40 points. Uh, it, in crazy, crazy series. I, I really didn't think the Lakers would go in and win. Uh, it, it, remarkable stuff how the Lakers have turned this thing around. I mean, they've got the most wins since the All-Star break in the NBA. Major, major props. Uh, didn't show, AD didn't show up sometimes on offense. He's going to need to for this next series. Uh, Golden State beat Sacramento in seven games. That was a super fun series. I mean, game seven was the worst game of them all uh, because the Golden State just took off in the third quarter and didn't look back. I mean, Steph Curry, masterclass, 50 points. Uh, just crazy. Crazy, crazy in game seven. I mean, that's Clay T- I mean, that is Steph Curry, though. King's magical season comes to an end. I mean, props to them for a major season, but you're a three seed. You should not be... You shouldn't be. You shouldn't lose, especially when the Golden State Warriors went in and beat you twice at home. The team had won seven or eight times all year on the road, and they get two wins on the road against you guys. So that's pretty embarrassing stuff by the Kings. Uh, great season nonetheless, but just sad, sad, sadness. Uh, the Heat down the Bucks in five. Ooh, the Miami Heat. Hemi Butler came in. And beat Giannis and the Bucks in five games. Number one overall seed. Uh, crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, this round one, <laughs> insane. Incredible stuff that I watched right there. Uh, Jeremy Butler did not show up in the regular season, but he shows up in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, thoughts on Giannis' failure comments? I mean, I- I'm with Giannis on this. I don't think you can call it... You can- it's, it's not a failure. I mean, you're the number one overall seed. You have another great season. You're in the MVP candidate. Your team's doing great. Uh, I mean, my, like you said, Michael Jordan played in the, year, in, the, in the NBA for 15 years. He only, went to the, he only went to the finals in six, guys. He only went in six. Yeah, he won six, but he only went in six. I mean, LeBron went to eight straight in the Eastern Conference. You guys see how hard that is? You see how hard that is now? Everyone thought it was weak. The, it, the Bucks can't even get back there. I mean, they went one time with Giannis, world-class Giannis. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with Giannis. I, I don't th- it's not a failure. I mean, and I, Steve Kerr said, what, are 29 other teams a failure? No, I mean, some teams make it the farthest they ever make it uh, in these playoffs. Some teams have the best season. Like the Kings, they each had their best season ever. Uh, some of these other uh, – 
Cavs had a great season. They lose. Uh, Hawks. I, it, these other teams. It's not failures to get to the playoffs. Uh, eight teams do it. Well, now six teams, but uh, per conference. But uh, it, it's not a failure to make it to the playoffs and to not make it to the NBA Finals. It, it, it's, it's not a failure. I mean, LeBron did, couldn't win in the Finals sometimes. But I mean, it was going against super teams. So it, it, it's not a failure to me to not make the Finals. But uh, I, I just thought that was a terrible question to ask. I think, I think Giannis is right. Uh, not a failure. Uh, it, it is awesome to win a championship, but it is a very hard thing to do. It's a very hard thing to even get back there. Uh, we'll see how they rebuild or rebound for next year. Uh, don't know what's going to happen in Milwaukee. I think some of it gets broken up. I, I think it has to be. But So we'll see. Uh, so that is kind of the, from the last series didn't get to talk about. This is the first time since the uh, history of the 16-team playoff format in 1983 that every single seed make it made it to the second round. <laughs> every single team made it. One through eight seeds made it to the second round. That's, that's pretty awesome stuff uh, to see for sure. All right, let's break down some of these uh, games that have happened. The Heat take game one uh, with Jimmy Butler's hurt ankle. Kevin Love stamped, stepped up. Who saw that coming? Uh, Knicks were up at half, but Jimmy Butler, man, 25 points. Angle injury, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Knicks are currently favored in game two, so we'll see. But uh, Knicks had a, had a chance to win this game. I mean, up early, could have sustained. It is in Madison Square Garden, so we'll, the Heat already won back home court advantage. I mean, this. Next team, a bunch of people had the Cavs winning last series. They went in one four games to one. So they're going against an eight seed now. Uh, who many thought didn't make it? Just stopped Jimmy Butler. Wait, a hard thing to do, but uh, Knicks, I think, are in trouble just with how the Heat have been playing. They were on fire. Shows the bubble wasn't a fluke for this Miami team. Uh, I think Heat come in and take this one. I think Knicks, can probably, Knicks I think, can get two games in here. Uh, but I think that he ultimately make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, should should be a fun series to watch with the Heat and the Knicks. Um, Philadelphia, no Embiid game one. They beat, <laughs> they come in and beat the Boston Celtics with no Embiid. Crazy, James Harden, forty five points. Now. I was going to get on this podcast. I was going to say, I don't expect James Harden to step up and carry this Philadelphia team. Boy, I was wrong. Uh, Jason Tatum, 39 points. Uh, he's balling. This is going to be a fun series. I Hopefully, Embiid can get back because that makes it even better. And I mean, obviously, you can see Sixers would win by a lot more if Embiid was playing. So, Boston losing, getting down in game one, two versus three. Uh, long series to go. I think it could go seven games, but Boston easily can win every other game out here, especially with no Embiid. But overall, really, really fun game. It should be a very, very fun series for these two high-powered offenses. Uh, now we have Denver, the number one overall seed uh, now for the rest of the playoffs, versus Phoenix. Denver just put a shellacking on Phoenix in this in game one uh, Took the lead in the second quarter and never looked back. Just took it away from the Suns. 
D-Book and Kevin Durant had 56 together, and they had no answer for Jamal or Jokic or MPJ. Jamal is 15-2 and two against Devin Booker in his career, baby. Let's go Nuggets. Come on, man. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Jokic, he, ball's going to have to go through him this whole series. Jamal, if I mean, if he can play like this. I, if he can play like he's been playing... Uh, these playoffs, I uh, give me, I mean, thirty-five plus from Jamal Murray is going to get him them a win every single time. Even if the Suns have more shooters on their team starting lineup, but they don't have the depth that Denver does. And Denver, if I mean Aaron Gordon locking them up, MPJ knocking his uh, every few shots down, and Jokic just run everything running through him and hitting his three pointers, uh, dishing it out. Uh, this is going to be a fun series and easy series for the Denver Nuggets. Hopefully, go up. Didn't finish this podcast in time to see who wins the game tonight, but hopefully Denver goes up 2-0 on the Phoenix Suns, and I'm picking Denver to win this series. I think Boston wins the other series, but give me Denver in this series. And then finally, Golden State and the Lakers, 6 versus 7 in the Western Conference. Golden State, now we saw, I mean, playoff mentality. They got that playoff experience, obviously, that I talked about. Golden State can now win on the road. They can, they've proven they can win on the road now. And that is very that sucks to see if you're a Lakers fan because that's what you had them on. AD, if you're off on the offensive side of the ball, yeah, you're not gonna win those games like you did versus Memphis. Because Golden State, yeah, you can stop, you can stop on the inside, but they can shoot outside on the arc. Unlike that Memphis team, AD's got to be on his defense, out of his defensive mind. LeBron got to give at least 25. Got to give at least 25. Uh, in this series, Austin Reeves, 15-plus. D'Angelo Russell, ball out like he did in game uh, game five or whatever, <clears throat> or game four it was, and hit those clutch threes. Um, Golden State, just, oh, they've got, they've got more depth. They, they do. It's fun to see LeBron versus Steph again. So, so, so these teams have played four times in the regular season, three times since the All-Star break. I said Lakers had the best record since the All-Star break. Lakers, three and one against the Warriors this season. Three of those came after the All-Star break. LeBron and Curry only played in two of those games. AD and Draymond played in all four. Lakers tied or won the rebounding battle in all four. In the, um, so it, it's going to be a fun series. I, I, hope, I, I hope LeBron can get over this hump with Steph Curry. I mean, this is probably the most even it's been <laughs> in a while uh, for these two teams to meet up. Uh, no Kevin Durant, uh, obviously, but um, I think this this series can go to seven games, and I think it would be a treat if it did. Hopefully, I I think give me the Lakers. I oh, I mean LeBron, you got LeBron. AD's been balling. AD is playing worldly right now. He is playing incredible. Warriors really haven't the playmaker the playmakers by Steph really haven't showed up. If Looney shows up this series, it's gonna be fun, but. Uh, Looney goes back to his old Looney ways, Looney Tunes ways. Uh, it's going to be a tough series against AD in the paint. So I think step up the defense for the Lakers. Dart and Ham, get your rotations together. But I, I, I give me the Lakers in this series. Give me the Lakers over the Warriors in the series. Come on, LeBron. All right, that's my NBA playoff update. Move into this final segment, who I'm sharing my burger and brought with. Uh, going on like a little two-parter here. Uh, kind of under the same umbrella, sharing it with the OU uh, Athletics. OU Athletics. OU Men's Golf winning the Big 12 Championship this past week. And, I mean, they've won a few uh, in the past few years now. The, they are balling. 
OU men's golf. Uh, every every year they got a chance to win the national championship. So hopefully they can get it done this year. But Big 12 men's golf champions. And then OU softball, of course. Oh, man. They are a treat to watch. Uh, 11 straight Big 12 championship. <laughs> 11 straight Big 12 championships. That is Bob Stoops OU football. That is more than that. So uh, big congrats, Patty Gasso and the OU softball team on winning yet another Big 12 championship. 11 straight. Whoo. All right, that's what I'm sharing my burger and brow with. Uh, thank you all for listening. Broke down a little NFL draft and some NBA playoffs. Hope y'all enjoyed. Make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, literally anywhere. Get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date. Please on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. Thank y'all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Go Nuggets.